Even more strong headwinds are expected in 2016 following a tough year punctuated by a staggering economy, a tumbling rent, inadequate job creation, higher interest rates and falling consumer confidence. All of this have set the stage for a possible recession in the economy in 2016. Francois Dorfbeck, an economist at Efficient Group, explains. There is large probability that we will enter a recession next year. I do not like to be as negative, but uh, we can't see any real changes, structural reforms that are needed to drag the economy from the slump that we've entered since 2009 and uh, to get us back onto a growth that is actually sustainable. Dr. Azaj Amin, a director at Econometrics, says the situation is exacerbated by the unprecedented drought ravaging the country. I do not ever remember Johannesburg having to experience 33, 35, 36 degrees day after day after day for such an extended period of time with relatively little rain. And that is bound to also knock economic growth still further. According to my own calculations, the drought has already cost South Africa more than 1% in economic growth in 2015, and uh, it's not over yet. The full effects will only be experienced next year. So going into 2016 does not look like such a great uh, picture. And, uh, of course, in the midst of that, we're going to have local government elections that might make the uh, social environment quite volatile in the run-up and in the aftermath of those uh, elections, which could exacerbate the difficulty in generating reasonable amount of economic growth. In addition to weak commodity prices, tighter monetary policy and the impact of the drought, inflation is expected to pierce through the Reserve Bank's target range. Dr. Jamin elaborates. We are likely to be facing a higher inflation rate next year than we had previously anticipated. We could start approaching 7% instead of uh, just being over 6%. That in turn might mean that the Reserve Bank will be required to raise our interest rates by about 2% as opposed to expectations earlier that uh, the increase in interest rates might be less than 1% next year. And as a consequence of having higher interest rates than previously expected, it could be even more than 2%, we'll struggle to even get 1% growth. I think there's a fairly real possibility of a, a recession in South Africa. South Africa will be faced with the real risk of having its sovereign credit rating downgraded even further, especially if it goes ahead with the unaffordable procurement of nuclear energy. Currently, the country is one notch above junk status and a negative watch by all agencies. Francois Dorfbeck says ratings agencies will be watching to see if Pretoria will be able to service its debts and if it is being financially prudent. If you have these large deficits, but your economy is only growing at 1.2% this year, then all these deficits are inflated. They become relatively larger. And if all these rates become relatively larger, well, it's specifically a budget deficit. If you have an, a budget deficit of 3 4%, but your economy is only growing at 1%, that means almost 2 to 3% is added to your debt, which is already at 49% of GDP. The uh, same goes towards current account deficit. If you're growing at 1%, but your current account deficit is growing at 4%, that places severe amount of pressure on your local currency. Now, the, the end of this story is that the budget deficit that is consistently being above what should happen in an economy that isn't growing and an economy that can't 
um, uh, get all the revenues that they necessarily need, when all of that gets transferred to debt levels, the credit agencies are a bit unhappy because then they say that South Africa might not be able to pay back these very high levels of debt because they are not financially prudent and that we might not be able to pay back this debt and we should therefore pay a higher interest rate on this debt, meaning it's more risky to invest South African government. And uh, in all likeliness, as we have continued and as we will continue down this road of spending too much, of a increasing civil servant wages by too much, of throwing more money down the pit of state-owned enterprises, we will most likely get downgrade in 2016. A view that Dr. Jamin agrees with. He says much will depend on what happens on the political and fiscal fronts. Already the ratings agencies have had their confidence in South Africa's fiscal stance shattered even in this past year by the massive increase in the public sector remuneration bill that was agreed upon in the middle of the year, which involved the government having to revise its forecast expenditure by no less than 52 billion rand over the next three years compared with what it had budgeted for in the February budget last year. And that is arguably one of the reasons why the ratings agencies already have put us on a negative outlook or, in the case of Fitch, downgraded our credit rating. They are waiting to see whether there is any chance that uh, the government will institute measures that will try to curtail this deterioration in our fiscal stance. One of the measures that they will be looking at, which is a very difficult one for Pravin Gordon to introduce, would be to increase taxes quite considerably. And in particular, the obvious candidate there is to increase the rate of VAT. If he were to do that, I think that would uh, go some way towards protecting our credit rating, even though it would cost the man in the street. The second thing that ratings agencies are looking at is, uh, are we going to see further efforts by the president to try and pressurize uh, the national treasury to abandon discipline? South Africa's stock and bond markets were under pressure towards the end of 2015 after the sacking of the finance minister. So how can we expect these to perform in the new year? Nadir Token is an investment analyst at 27.4 Investment Managers. We've seen companies starting to deploy large amounts of cash offshore and uh, you know with a weakening rand what we're hoping is that that's going to contribute to higher earnings growth and in tune with higher earnings growth that's the only way we're going to see significant gains on the stock market so you know i think base case scenario we're looking for high single digits maybe low double digits returns on the jse obviously this is a base case scenario with no major policy changes but if we look at the bond markets uh, you know we've seen yield shoots up quite a bit which ordinarily would have mean that bonds have become more attractive but i think a lot is going to be determined by the budget speech which happens in february token says he doesn't see a scenario where the country's attractiveness for financial inflows will improve as long as there's policy uncertainty and as long as you know economic growth in south africa is as slow as it's been unfortunately we don't see a very compelling case for significant inflows to happen into South Africa. Obviously, the caveat to that is that, you know, if uh, developed markets uh, policy remains exceptionally loose, you know, that may see, you know, in the search for yield, we may see additional inflows into South Africa. But that's really an outline scenario rather than a base case scenario. So 
until, you know, we see our economy on a much firmer footing, until we see our corporates generating a lot more attractive earnings growth to moderate that earnings multiple. You know, I think uh, we could be in a bit of a precarious position in terms of financial inflows, which again poses a problem for the South African economy, given that we're running such a large current account deficit and we're dependent on financial inflows to, to fund our current account deficits. The oil price glut is expected to continue due to supply outstripping demand. We know that Iran is going to be adding somewhere between 800,000 to a million barrels a day to the global oil market uh, once the sanctions are lifted. So overall, I don't see significant tailwinds for the oil price, which, you know, could be quite a big relief for the South African economy, given what's happened to our inflation profile and given the extent of the RAND weakness. And that may help to curb inflation a little bit, which makes the Reserve Bank's job a little bit easier. And the rent is expected to remain range-bound, provided there aren't any policy surprises. In Johannesburg, I'm Dimagat Zolishoro.